0: Here's a thought about my two years on the road, which I'll achieve that milestone mark in just a couple of days on March 15th. I'm not sure when this will get posted, but anyway, on March 15th, I'll celebrate two years, and I've had so many people ask questions about what it's been like to live and work on the road in my travel trailer and what kind of photographic opportunities I've found, I thought I'd take a moment here and just do a two-year recap. Because I have actually learned a few things. One thing I've learned about being on the road is that when you don't live on the road and you go out for a weekend or a long weekend or a week vacation or whatever, you're really subjecting yourself to a tremendous amount of luck relative to weather. Because the time when you are there in the great place to photograph may not be at the same time that there's terrific weather that you want to photograph. And because your time on the road is so restricted, you're sort of stuck with whatever you get. And sometimes it's not very conducive to the kind of imagery you'd like to make. On the other hand, in my case, living on the road for two years, I've been able to stay at places for extended periods of time. For example, I've been down here on the Southern Oregon coast for four months, precisely because I wanted to photograph during some major surf storms when the waves were really high and they gave opportunity to photograph dramatic crashing waves on the rocks and all that kind of stuff. Well, you can't just pop down to the coast for the weekend and Assume that that's going to happen because there are way more days when it's relatively calm than there are days when it's a big storm. So if weather is a big part of your landscape photography, then figuring out a way to spend more time out in the world is definitely going to make a big difference in your life. I suppose the same could be said about wildlife photography, sports photography, lots of other things. It's as simple as the more time you spend out there doing it, the more likely you are to find the favorable circumstances in which you want to photograph. The second thing I've learned is that crowds have become huge. Uh, When I was at the Grand Canyon, for example, or when I was in Yosemite, it was very, very difficult to photograph there because it was basically impossible or nearly impossible to get any photographs that didn't include people in it. Essentially what I'm saying is the best places to photograph are not where everyone else goes to photograph. And so the most productive photography I've had have been when I've stayed in places that aren't the normal tourist destination or photographer destination And the work that I've been able to do in the crowded national parks has been fairly limited. I have had some success in the last two years, but I'm now planning on avoiding the national parks as much as I can. And instead finding my own landscapes to photograph, because it'll be much easier to do so without having to deal with crowds of people and traffic and where do you pull over and all that kind of stuff. The next thing I've learned about my two years in the trailer is that pesky life goes on. I still have to go grocery shopping. I still have to do the laundry. I still have to wash the dishes and cook dinners and sweep and vacuum and all that kind of stuff. And if anything, all of that takes more time in the trailer because it's more complicated. Take doing laundry, for example. I have to gather everything up, head to the laundromat, do the laundry, come back, get it all folded, put it all away. That was the kind of thing that I used to you know, put the laundry in and then go work for a while on my photographs or on lens work or whatever. And then I'd come back to the laundry when the load was done. Well, that's not very practical when you're dealing with a laundromat. Same thing with grocery shopping. Every time I go to a new place, I don't know that grocery store. So I don't know what aisle things are in. And so I find myself wasting a lot of time in a grocery store because it's all new. So pesky things get in the way a little more than they do when you're not traveling. But all that being said, I guess the fundamental lesson that I've learned by living two years in a trailer and traveling all over the Western United States is that I may want more than 300 square feet to live in, but I don't need it. There hasn't been anything that I've wanted to do photographically anyway here in the trailer that I haven't been able to do. I have a printer with me. I have all my camera equipment. I have Lightroom. I have my computer. I have a backup computer in case the main computer goes down. So I haven't skipped a beat. I don't think I've done as much photography as I originally thought I might do. But although that sounds like it might be a little disappointing, I've done way more photography in the last two years than I did in the previous 10. So it's been a huge increase in productivity, and I've gone places that I would have never gone to if I had been restricted to a long weekend or a week's vacation. And so the bottom line is the trailer has worked out to be fantastic as an exploration platform, and I'm going to continue to do so. This year, I'm going all the way across the United States. I'll end up next fall on the East Coast, photographing all along the way, and I'm sure I'm going to find lots of unique areas to photograph that will be new to me. Uh, Many states I will photograph in that I've never photographed in before, so that'll create, I'm pretty sure, some new work. So I'm very excited about that, and I'll keep you posted along the way. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing.